0: Hi, and welcome to the human side of business podcast. I'm Angie Cabe, CEO and co-founder of Intuity Performance. I'm a performance coach, HR professional, whole person leadership facilitator, and your host. The human side of business podcast is fueled by the genuine curiosity to understand how personal characteristics and skills can be leveraged to drive individual and team performance, tangible outcomes, and ultimately organizational success within business. Each podcast is devoted to sharing knowledge, expanding our learning edges, and exploring the trends in corporate culture towards growing the emotional intelligence of organizations. I'm so glad you're here. Hi, and a warm welcome to episode number 46 of the Elevate Business Podcast. Both myself, and McCabe, and Scott Russ are your hosts. We have the pleasure of introducing you to Barry Murchie, President and CEO of Truly Sustainable Agriculture. Barry has experience working internationally for Mitsubishi in Japan before joining McCain Foods in Tokyo. Moving from there, he led operations in Argentina, Asia, Singapore, and the U.S. We're excited to hear about Barry's latest entrepreneurial venture, using innovative vertical farming technology. Welcome, Barry.
1: Thank you very much for having me. Our
0: pleasure. So tell us a little bit about yourself, uh, your company, and your journey.
1: Well, I uh, I'm I grew up in the Hamilton area, Hamilton, Ontario, and uh, I spent a lot of my career outside of Canada. After university, I sort of backpacked around the world for a while and ended up in, in Asia and had a, a tremendous career with McCain Foods over 25 years. And then uh, more recently got involved with uh, uh, True Leaf and Good Leaf, uh, which is uh, Canada's first and largest vertical commercial scale vertical farming operation and uh so that's what we've uh, we've really been focused on over the last uh last two or three years. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I don't know if you you or your your team or your listeners know really what vertical farming is but maybe I'll just take a quick shot at uh, explaining Please? that. Yes. Uh, so we we grow leafy greens, uh baby greens and microgreens. I think everybody's familiar with growing plants or, or things uh, in sort of open field farming, and uh, I think people are also familiar with greenhouses. But vertical farming is essentially growing without the aid of uh, any natural light. So think of it almost like a like a uh, a plant factory. So we we grow everything under LED lights, and we we have the ability to control everything from seeding to harvest and packaging in, in, a, in a level that uh, is unmatched in um, either greenhouses or open field farming. So we can effectively go from seed to package without uh-huh. the need of, of human hands touching the product. And and you can also grow our product uh, with less than 5% of the water, of product grown in open field farming, no pesticides, no herbicides, no, no fungicides, we the cycle time to grow our crops is uh you know somewhere between 50 and 60% faster uh mm-hmm. so you're getting uh much more highly concentrated use of the land in our in our footprint because we're going vertically mm-hmm. um and so fundamentally it's a better way to grow to grow leafy greens and and then on top of that over in for canada at least over 90% of the leafy greens are being imported from primarily southern california and arizona and so mm-hmm. it's uh, uh, for Canada, where we're not blessed with a climate that allows us to grow these types of things in an open-air environment year-round, uh, this really sort of gets us to a place where we can have better control over our food uh, sovereignty and mm-hmm. food safety, grow local in a sustained way. It's, um, it's really technology at its finest uh, in the ag space.
2: Well, I, I appreciate you enlightening us a little bit around the, the kind of vertical farming process, uh, Barry. <laughs> And, you know, the word that came up for me was like efficiency. So it seems like there's a lot of efficiencies yeah. in the way that uh, this technology has been able to help bring to the Canadian market around growing those, those leafy greens and keeping things here in
1: Canada. Like I said, it's, it's fundamentally a better way to grow leafy greens. Mm-hmm. You've, it's from a food safety perspective, from yes. a quality. Mm-hmm. You can select the seeds that uh, uh, end up with a better crop. You're, you're not, you're not mm-hmm. selecting things for their durability. You're selecting it mm-hmm. for... Uh, visual, the, the the nutrient density, the uh, uh, the freshness, the the visual appeal. So it's uh, there's there's a lot of uh, potential that we're beginning to leverage from this technology. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And how did your role at McCain and the experience that you had there kind of uh, play into now your role here at TrueLeaf?
1: Interestingly, as I said uh, just a couple of minutes ago, despite the fact of having uh, been born and raised and in, in, in studied in Canada. Virtually all of my career was spent outside of Canada and wow. uh, in, in Asia, uh, based in Japan for many years, in Singapore, in Argentina, um, and working for a Canadian company um, always felt like uh, I, was, I was carrying the flag for Canada and, and, and for the company spreading the awareness of what it is that we did and 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 the the uh, sort of the tremendous nature of the of the company. And so when I take a look at the experiences gained overseas and and I really see at this point in in my career and the intersection point with an evolving technology like vertical farming, there's a patriotic uh component to what I'm doing and what our team is doing because we see that this is a tremendous opportunity to uh to bring this technology to Canada and to be pioneers in this technology. And in in many cases, when you look at what McCain has done over the history of of that company, uh, they're the world's uh, uh, largest potato processing company. And they did that from a small village in New Brunswick. And so our ability to do the same and replicate and create something that's uh, of of global significance uh, in vertical farming um, for Canada is uh, a lot of that, sort of that, those common threads are what I carry with me as I step mm. into this venture.
0: Mm. And it sounds like you're you're passionate, Barry, and and there's a lot of purpose that is is driving you, uh, or I guess is is a behind the scenes driver for you, or an internal motivator. So when it comes to the word performance, what is it specifically that that word means to you, and how is it impact or played into your career?
1: So specific to our, our current company and in, in the in what we're doing, a lot of it because it's 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 new technology and we're pioneering. Performance in many aspects uh, takes on a bit of a different feel from a more mature company because in in many respects we are we are proving that this technology can be commercialized and that this technology can become something that is. Uh, it's fundamentally disruptive. It's 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 it'll be disruptive to the existing supply chains of of Southern California and Arizona, mm. and and so the the performance doesn't necessarily in, in a traditional sense of some of the key metrics. Uh, right now, we're in an early stage of this journey, and it's it, a lot of it has to do with proving operationally the efficiency and the productivity and the performance. It's the horticulture agenda and it's you know getting our yields and getting the product quality and the shelf life and uh, the sustainability all of these things uh, and then and then bringing it to market and then being able to demonstrate to our customers that this is fundamentally better product it's mm-hmm. uh, like if, if you contrast it to uh, organics for example, we view ourselves as better than organic because organics themselves are still vulnerable to to bird droppings into animals into mm. uh, uh, you know runoff from adjacent operations and so in, in many respects we're able to go to the market and show them we're doing things fundamentally different but better and so uh, at this early stage in many cases performance metrics aren't necessarily the traditional things obviously we're doing those things as well like the financials and whatnot but where you see the charge and you see the energy in the team, it's it's their sense that they are contributing to validating that this technology works and, and showing Canada and showing our our customers and soon the world uh, that we've uh, we've really figured out something novel here. Mm-hmm.
2: Okay, and so Barry, I think a lot of our, our listeners or audience members, you know, are. Are in that middle, that early stage, uh, as you've kind of uh, described here, and so I'm curious, what are maybe some of the learnings that you've had, uh, kind of looking back in that early stage period, that you might be able to share uh, within your role as CEO or building your team?
1: Yeah, well, I, I, to be honest, I don't, I don't sort of view myself as out of that early stage. I think that we're <laughs> still right, right in the thick of the mm. early stage. Um, but I, I would say there's a number of things. It's, I, I think the the energy within the team of uh, wanting to prove that the, the objectives in the and in the, the sort of the, the mission of the company can be achieved. That energy and harnessing it into the right objectives is a very fundamental part of what it is we're doing. Because there's a there's a list of the, the list of things to do constantly exceeds the resources that we have to do it and so being selective in determining what it is that we need to focus on um is is extremely important for us and so making sure that our our, our team are focused on the right things and uh, and and then as we are be able to achieve those objectives and those goals and, and those those milestones um, it just brings incremental energy into the team, into the individuals and, and uh, um, creates the momentum that we we, we continue to build on. Mm-hmm.
0: And you talk about objectives, which tie into um, essentially your vision. Essentially, can you tell us a little bit more about your vision for your team at True Leaf and True Farms?
1: So the vision really at this point is the uh, 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 having Guelph-Ontario, which is Canada's first and largest vertical farm. But our, our vision now is really to uh, to create a network of these farms across Canada. So a lot of this has to do with the speed in which we're able to uh, realize our objectives. And so we, uh, before the snow flies this year, we have one in Quebec and one so, finalizing the, uh, the Locations on which right now are designed for the, the upcoming farms have, uh, have been identified and been finalized. So, um, the, the objectives really is for us to uh, build as quickly as possible on, mm-hmm. the, uh, on what we've already proven to work and to do that with a uh, very keen focus on our customers and their needs. And to be able to tell the story of, of our products in vertical farming and the, the benefits of this uh, to the consumer, in both in a retail and a food service environment. So, um, again, it's, it's sort of a race to, to scale at this point, and, mm-hmm. and that's a big part of our objective.
0: And so when you're talking a little bit further about objectives, how does that reflect internally to your teams to ensure that there's alignment and achievement of those objectives? Yeah, so I think not, not different than, than, than any other company. Uh, communication is key.
1: And again, um, clarity of what the objectives are and, and again, not being uh, distracted by the many and our ability to focus on the critical few. And so ensuring that we are conveying those messages across every person in our company on a regular basis uh, is critically important. And that's achieved in various ways. So we have uh, weekly stand-up meetings, we have weekly management meetings. Uh, anytime that uh, I'm at the farm, I'm, I'm there early in the morning for the beginning of the shift so that uh, I can sort of carry the the, the, uh, uh, the updates uh, directly to our hourly employees. Uh, and I can field their questions and to make sure that, you know, anything that's on their mind, that they've got access to uh, Uh, to explore those questions. And I think all of that contributes to a sense of transparency Mm -hmm. and clarity on on what it is that we're focused on. Mm
2: -hmm. And so what I'm hearing from that barrier is really being able to create that space and that communication amongst the organization as a whole, uh, and maybe in the situation more specifically with you, um, to be able to give employees a voice and provide them uh, transparent communication uh, so that everybody feels heard. And so in in terms of kind of, you mentioned, you know, we're still, we're scaling up right now. What are some of the challenges you've seen in terms of scaling your team or internally looking to build?
1: That's a good question. You know, I, I, I think it's a bit of a, of a cliche, but, you know, you're always looking for people that are, you know, smarter than you and better than you. And and so those are some of the sort of the, the foundational attributes that that we seek, but there's, there's another sort of intangible which is what's the core motivation of, of this person from uh, in their interest in in sort of seeking a job and one of the things that we've noticed that's sort of uh, I think an additional layer of strength for us as a company is that we're, we're not making widgets um, the, the people that that tend to be interested in, in coming to work with us are the people that are concerned about the environment people mm-hmm. that are concerned about sustainability people that in many cases, they, they have a certain diet that uh, you know that, that uh, our, our products align with. So the people that come come to us are often coming with already a sort of a um, a passion for what it is that we're doing, and their their ability to join a company that is very much in alignment with their their lifestyle, their ethics, that adds a, a critical layer of, um, I, I would say additional uh buy-in to what the the, the company messages or the company mission and so when we talk to protect, uh, prospective employees that's a really important part and, and i think one other interesting piece as we as we sort of look at the people that we bring into the company is we've spent a lot of time on diversity and inclusion and uh we find that uh again, the people that are attracted to our business are, are people that are coming with s- strong convictions. And we, we have taken a lot of time in creating a, a diversity and inclusion council for, and again, we're, we're a young company, but we, we, we thought that that was really quite important to give uh, everybody in the company an opportunity to shape the culture. And we, we take it very seriously From the perspective of we want to create an environment where everybody can show up as their authentic self each and every day, and it's I think it's uh, uh, it's a powerful portion of our culture because it uh, I think it contributes to people's sense of being a part of the team, and uh, it's it's a big part of our of our recruiting strategy.
0: And hearing that there's there's a lot of great uh, or I would say golden nuggets in there, Barry, in the sense that you're talking about some. some something deeper than just a job. You know, there's again the word purpose is coming up, or, or I guess is highlighted for me. Um, you know, there's intent or intentional relationships that are taking place internally within your organization. And then also looking at the the motivators of your team members, even before they they come through the doors of Truly for True Farms uh, to ensure that there's fit, which is so important. So in thinking about all of these, I guess, characteristics or needs for your team members, how do you ensure that you continuously create that environment
1: for uh, your team members to thrive? When you say that environment, just what, what... just be very specific when you think that environment, the the environment I just described to me.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So you, you kind of uh, gave us some insight or preliminary insight to the environment uh, or the culture at Trueleaf. So we're just curious to further understand how do you continue that? Or how do you ensure that your team members are set up for success in understanding what type of environment
1: that you have at Trueleaf. Again, I think it goes back to transparency and authenticity. So, you know, we, there are no hidden agendas. There's no, there's, there's really no politics. You know, we, we strive so that there's no politics. And so it's, uh, that transparency and access to information and to what's going on in the company, there's not a lot of layers. And so the, mm-hmm. the ability to have straight talk with everybody in the organization all of the time, uh, I think it resonates with our people. And, and, uh, And when they already come in the the door with this sense of of alignment to our mission and and the products and what it is that we can, that we're doing in the world, it's, it's a, it's a rare combination of of features. And so quite often it's, it's, uh, you know, people are are going to work for a paycheck, but in many, and I think the majority of the cases of our people, uh, you know, they could go find another job elsewhere, but they, it won't bring the same sense of purpose uh that that we have and 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 i think for that reason it's uh that that sense of what we're doing is is really pioneering i think that permeates everybody in our organization and it's not so much a top-down effort of of uh, you know constantly thinking how do we sustain this it's just part of our dna it's 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 uh um, and, and our own people perpetuate that uh, amongst each other. So it's, uh, it's something we have to focus on, but it's, it's, uh, it's a collective effort. Mm-hmm. Hmm. And so what I'm
2: hearing there, Barry, there seems to be kind of a theme around um, the purpose of the company. And, you know, the things that you guys are working on really attract the type of people that, that kind of fit your culture and that fit within the organization. So it's more like that external lens as to how people are seeing the work that you're doing helps then kind of recruit helps attract the type of people that want to come in and work for you and be part of this mission uh, in terms of being able to have an impact.
1: And, and you know, part of it is it's, it can become very tangible. So when we have people that are come and visit our farm, they, you know, we seed and we harvest our products every day. And so when you can. You know, eat what it is that you're making. And when you can uh-huh. see the quality and the freshness and mm-hmm. uh, the you know the, the, the focus on food safety uh, and how we're setting the bar higher, really than anyone else in, in the industry, it um, it gives people a sense, an immediate sense of, of what they're attached to, uh-huh. and mm-hmm. that's a, that's a, that's a rare situation. Mm-hmm.
0: Definitely. And it sounds like there's a lot of systems in there for support. So it sounds like there's supports around, you know, expectations and understanding purpose and aligning operations with your team members um, that have added supports there as well. We're shifting gears a little bit. What about performance? Can you talk to us as to um, what supports you have place in- place for performance for your team members to ensure that they're elevating within uh, either the role or from a succession planning perspective at True Leaf and True Farms.
1: Yeah so just one one, uh, one point of clarification so it's True Leaf or, and Good so oh, Leaf is the so sorry. No it's okay True Leaf is the the holding company or sort of the parent company and Good Leaf is the name of our farm and the brand that we sell under. Okay. Um, so again back to the point on performance it's uh, we spend a lot of time, and, and I also again want to be very, very clear. A lot of the things that I'm saying that we are in fact achieving, there's a lot of these things that we're early on in the journey. So I don't want to paint the picture that you know we are sort of at the uh, drop the mic moment and spike the ball mm. and everything's done. <laughs> we are we are in building mode, and so um, uh, you know it's it's there's there's a lot to be done and there's a lot mm. of things to improve, but the things that we strive towards is, uh, again, we're building the team rapidly. We're bringing on a lot of new people. And so it's about uh, assessing the capabilities of those people, but also the, the cultural fit. And, and, uh, you know, you can bring in a superstar, but if they don't fit with the rest of the team, you're, you're, you're inviting friction or you're inviting some, some level of misalignment. So it's, uh, um, uh, and and we do a lot of promoting from within, and so our ability to uh, uh, to offer the people, some of our hourly people, um, an opportunity to um, uh, to grow their career and the opportunity to do and be involved and exposed to different jobs, there's a uh, a lot of uh, importance that's placed on that. So it's it's providing people career opportunities it's as we bring on new people it's it's making sure that we pay close attention to the culture that we want to preserve and the and the the chemistry uh, amongst our people and and all of that again contributes to performance and, and opportunity for our our mm-hmm. people internally mm
0: mm-hmm. mm mm-hmm.
2: It, it seems like you're bringing a lot of experience to the table, Barry, when you talk about some of these things. And I can imagine the the years of uh, work that you did with McCain, working with teams and everything else has really lent itself well to the work that you're doing at Truly uh, and Good Leaf Farms. And so I guess in, in coming to a close here, uh, we always like to ask our guests, uh, what are three words of inspiration that you might want the world to
1: hear? One I would say is curiosity. Uh, I think you know every person that comes into our organization. We really want them to be curious about what's possible and 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 how are things done and why are they being done. So I'd say mm-hmm. curiosity is one. I think um, you know, audacious uh, would be another, which is thinking large and and thinking what are the possibilities that uh, perhaps aren't apparent on the surface. And then I would say sort of the third one is trust and. I find that teams and companies and individuals can often achieve much more than perhaps they thought possible if they feel that they're operating in an environment of support and and uh, uh, and that comes from trust and, and and it's it's trust in what the company's doing it's trust in what their colleagues are doing it's it's trust that there's the support there. And when there's that sense of trust, I think people find sort of a discretionary effort uh, that goes sort of above and beyond the sort of what the day to day uh, requirements of a job may be. And and I think that you you simply get more out of an organization where there's a high level of trust.
0: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Those are all wonderful insights, Barry. We really appreciate you joining us today and sharing your leadership insights with Intuitive Performance and our subscribers.
1: Thank you very much for having me. It's a pleasure.
0: And for those who would like to learn more about Truly, we're going to provide a link to the company's profile on the Elevate Business Podcast title page. Take good care. Thanks for listening to the Human Side of Business Podcast. I'm glad you could join us. If you enjoyed today's episode and want to stay updated with our latest content, make sure to visit our website. The link can be found in the episode description, where you can subscribe to the podcast, sign up for our newsletter, and learn more about our whole person leadership services. Sounds interesting? Explore the whole person leadership cohort by Intuity Performance, a unique program that offers unparalleled support to managers on every step of their leadership journey. Our program features evidence-based assessments, workbooks, group coaching, and interactive learning experiences to help you level up your leadership skills. Reach out today to apply to one of our upcoming cohorts. Until next time, take care and stay curious.